And that book signing was at the library to be, bring it full circle to our conversation about how I used to rent indie movies we at the library. We did have a library conversation. <laughs> and to those out there, PSA, use your local library. Go. <laughs> it's free. Library. At some point, someone said, let's create a business that just gives people books for free. <laughs> Greetings, boils and ghouls, and welcome to another frightening episode of the Scary Movie Project. I am your host, as always, Matt, and be careful what you wish for. Someone might be listening. A frustrated, angst-ridden teenage girl awakens something in the woods when she naively performs an occult ritual to evoke a witch to kill her mother. What a rotten child. In 2017's Pie Whack It. Yeah, I say it again. Pie Whack It. Um, I like this movie because I like to say Pie Whack It, and I'll say that a lot. Um, but it's not just me, because it's never just me. Um, a regular of the show, Sarah Alpin is here. You know what? You could host this show at this point, right? Like, I mean, I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even think I need to even be on this show at this point. But um, hello, welcome. Thank you for joining and we'll uh enjoy rambling with you for the next 45 minutes or so well thanks for having me <laughs> anytime anytime anyone's welcome so um I, anyway that was my dramatic lead-in to, to pie whack it um thoughts early thoughts what are the early returns for you on 2017's pie whack it i actually thought it was pretty good um okay. I did not read anything or know anything about it before because I'm the kind of person that doesn't like to read the back of the book, the book mm -hmm. jacket, before I start the book because um, mm. I like to just be surprised. Okay. Um, so I didn't read any of the reviews. I did today read reviews, and apparently it's a very mixed bag, and either people love it or hate it. And mm. I think I'd probably give it like a, – a, well, if you factor in budget, I'm going to yeah. say that my rating goes up, but – on like scale of all horror movies, I would say probably like a seven out of ten. Mm, okay, I enjoy it as well. It's you know I have a list, right? But what does that mean? Because there's like seven thousand movies on that list. But eventually, you have to, you know one day I'll die, but I'll try to get through these movies as soon as most of them if I can. And this was on the list. I, I heard about it a while ago. It's you know all right. It's very low budget, if any, right? Two thousand seventeen. Uh, who is our um, our director of this film is a gentleman by the name of Adam McDonald. I don't know him. This is a, this is a Canadian production, yeah? Um, he has done a couple things, I believe, in his native Can Canada, as I like to call it. Um, we love you, Canada. Um, and it has, so, star power, sort of, as Laurie Holden, who Walking Dead fans know as Andrea. I hated her, on the, I hated her character on the show. I'm not sad she died. Um, she's a good actress. She was also in, I believe she was in, help me out here, uh, uh, Silent Hill, right? Wasn't she in Silent Hill, I think? Oh, maybe she was. Did, uh, I have so many questions because one of my mm. questions was going to be, does she live in anything she's in? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, she, she's, I guess, is she Canadian? I, did, I, I don't know. Um. Uh, I have up IMDb, so I can actually find out. I did right. not like her in here either. Um, yeah, she was. Mm, so I love the daughter. 
our main character, right? Leah, she, she's, she's excellent. I thought she's great. I really like her a lot. Um, I don't know any of her work, though, outside of this film. Again, I may be over, maybe mostly Canadian stuff I don't watch, so I don't know. But I thought she was excellent. So really, it's, it, it's really the two of them, quite frankly, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, this, this, this film is very atmospheric, and I like it a lot because of that, right? So, you know, basically what? We find out that this mother and daughter um, have lost their, uh, her husband, the father died, right? We don't find out anything about this. We don't really know why. It just kind of happens. Um, and the, the, the mother is clearly still struggling with this, and she's still, you know, but bottle of liquor in the <laughs> bottle of wine in the, in, the, in, the, in the bedroom. The daughter comes in. The daughter's going out, and she's into all this occult stuff and black magic stuff, and she goes to this book signing to get her book signed by this author that wrote this book, the book of spell. I, have, I don't remember the name of the book. Did they even show the name of the book? His name is Rowan Dove. It's called like uh, occult something. Very, um, very um, pagan name, I would think. Right? Like occult him. rituals or something. Yeah. It was like something very like on the nose. So it's very, you know, goth high school kids, right? She wears all the black and it's, you know, Marilyn Manson. I mean, I'm dating myself by saying that now. I don't know who. <laughs> I mean, I hopefully you still listen to Marilyn Manson because Marilyn Manson is pretty awesome. Um but her and her friends do all this stuff, and they, you know, they're into all this stuff, right? The mother is struggling. The two of them are, look, they're having issues when someone dies, okay? Whatever happens to you is whatever happens to you, and you have to deal with that, right? So she decides she's just going to up and go ahead and, you know, um, we never find out where they live unless they said it and I forgot it. They never mention it. But she says, we no. bought a place. We're moving up north, okay? Yeah. Let's, let's move up north. <laughs> you know, she's in high school. You know how you don't want to move, right? You don't want to leave your friends, right? So it's like, I guess, two hours away or so because she says she'll still drive her to school and whatever, right? But here's the thing. She said, I drove two hours today. So I was uh -huh, like, uh -huh. so I it's she 45 said two, minutes I thought, then. yeah. So I was, my guess was that if she drove two hours, yeah, 45 minutes to an hour each way, right? Is that right? Yeah, because like she had to go there and then back to the house. So the reality then, is... Living an hour away is not that far away. No. I mean, like, half the kids not, I went to high school with lived an hour away. That's, that's not the point, though, right? So, you know, we get it, right? It's, when you're 16 and 15, you got no car. An hour away is pretty damn far, right? Yeah. It is, it and is it's far. super rural, like, right. I, now, which I get. Now, this is for me. That house is, is heaven for me. If, if I lived there, I would never leave that house. <laughs> I would be self-sufficient out there. And I would just live my days and enjoy myself immensely out there. For her, it's probably like, oh, my God, get me out of here. I thought where they move is fantastic. But she doesn't like any of it. So she does what any normal person would do and puts a spell in to, to have her mother die, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, what normal person doesn't do something like that? So I guess she goes and she does the spell, right? Um, I don't know a lot about spells. I've read of them i've never done one if any listeners to this show know tara and i are always talking about witchcraft in some form or another on this program so, but i've never done anything right so i don't know how authentic this um, by the way so in case anyone wants to know piwacket like we like to say that word it's supposed to be a familiar and i say a familiar that's something that was belonged to witches familiars were tagalongs that they said that accompanied witches either in the form of a cat maybe or a toad, or, 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 or a bird, or something like that. And apparently Piwacket was one of the familiars during the Salem Witch Trials. 
So that's your background for that. And apparently they're using it as a demon or a familiar, right? This stuff is all so subjective because it's all so old and it's, it's made for a movie and it's probably not accurate, but we're going to go with it, right? So I'm not going to tend to spend time defending all that stuff. But anyway, um, so she does the ritual and performs it and um, weird stuff starts to happen. Like dirt starts to show up and stuff, right? And what else was weird that happened? Like some weird stuff just started to happen after... Mm-hmm. Well, like, as soon as she did it, and I think we should talk about why she did it, like, the fight yeah, yeah. itself. But um, oh, as soon God, as she did right. it, that's... yeah, um, something, like, lands. So they mm. kind of present it like it's in the attic. But yes. to me, in my mind, it landed on the roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she's the only – she's in, like, an addition that's on the second story, and her mom's on the first floor. Right, so Leah, right. the daughter. and. It's like you hear this like thunk and then you hear footsteps and scurrying footsteps. It's yeah. like exorcist it's, stuff, right? When they, when they hear the scratching in the attic, right? Yeah, yeah. it's really well done. And then yeah. she goes up in the attic and freaks out and she's super upset about it and all the things Scariest and gets her mom. attic scene ever maybe exorcist, right? That little noise and then she comes in with the candle and the candle gets blown out. Different Ooh, that just sorry. gave me goosebumps thinking right? about it. <laughs> So, man, if you ever hear noises in your attic, it's not mice. It's the devil. So, um, but anyway. Yeah, okay, sorry. So I, I, I left out a huge part, right? They're, they're fighting all the time. Again, this is people in mourning, people who have lost. They're, they're struggling with emotion, right? But these two are going at it, right? And, I mean, look, she's a teenager. Name me a teenager in the history of mankind who has behaved themselves with their parents. It doesn't yeah. exist. Okay? So don't give me that. So, anyway... Um, but there is that one line you can talk about more if you want to, but you know, the one line I'm going to mention, she's sitting there telling her, what did she say? Every time I see you, I see your father's face and I can't stand it or something like, Oh my God. I actually wrote it down because it was yes, what so is it? What'd she say? poignant. She said, um, every time I look at you, I see your father's face. God, I wish I could just grab it off of you. Okay. Uh, you know what? And, like, that, did, like, a grabbing motion and pulled away. Guess what? If you said that to me, I'm putting a curse on you, too. So, <laughs> okay. I mean, that's really, like, that's I, I know, such I know a that, gut I know that's, punch. I know that's heat of the moment. I get that. And I'm sure she, I'm sure any mother doesn't mean that. I, I hope. I don't know. But at the same time, uh, you, you can't say stuff like that, man. Oh, that's terrible. That's, you like. You can't say it, stuff like that. Yeah, that's one of those things that like you honestly can't take back as I, and not a mother, but I am a daughter and my mom and I had arguments. Person. But yeah, <laughs> there, there are things that parents say that you cannot unsay. And especially and it at happens. certain ages, right? Like, yeah, so she's a 15 year old girl whose father died. She, she's trying to figure crap out, right? Like, give me a break. Holy crap. Yeah, it's tough. It's like brutal to listen to. Now, that being said, okay, I have to ask this question because this mm. was like in the description that um, she naively, angsty teen, naively curses yeah. her mother. Right. I'm not sure how naive I think this is. Oh, so you're so, so, well, my answer to that would be if I get it right is she's being very naive about using magic. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, yes, but she's done research. Like she's reading books. But uh, again, like I said, I've I've read a lot of stuff and I've watched a lot of stuff and I I get the stuff you read. The mainstream is probably BS. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. Right. 
I, I've mentioned before on the show, I, I'm all for going to a voodoo service. Anybody out there who wants to do something cool, bring me in. I'm, <laughs> I'm all in. But some of this stuff, you know, I don't know. We, we can kind of maybe get to it later because I had thoughts about it too. But, um, yeah, maybe she just – you don't know what you're getting into. I don't, is that right? Is that the right way right to put it? I don't know. I guess, but I don't know. I – like as, you know – like, I could relate to her in a lot of ways. Now, I have both of my parents luckily still in my life. But I did have, like, knockdown, drag-out fights with my mom growing up. Because, saying, every, of course, everyone does. It's just Yeah, yes. I mean, I, I feel like that that's probably the case. But it would literally never enter my mind to do something like that, no matter what my mom said to me. And, like, I won't even use a Ouija board in the house. So I may be, like, an outlier here. And, okay. <laughs> I don't go near when, those things. Are you kidding? I just I believe when you open a portal to something that you yep. don't have the full understanding of, you are right. that is a very dangerous thing to do. Yes, that's exactly right. And she did research, so I guess I I don't think we can really pull the naive card in and say she didn't know at all what she was getting into. So I think that's one of the things with magic, right? Is is it's always labeled as don't do this because you don't know what you're doing, right? Everyone always tells you you don't know what you're doing, you don't know what you're doing. Well. Someone has to know something, what they're doing at some point, right? Because people do it all the time. So, I yeah. Guess everyone's always said that because maybe just no one understands it. Right? And at the end, when she FaceTimes the author, not to like totally spoil that. That's what we do. So I know. I still get guilt every time. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. Uh, <laughs> when she um, goes to like meet with the or she facetimes mm-hmm. with the author because she reaches out to him online and she's like hey i cursed my mom and now pie walk so, is you know here. curse my mom today <laughs> <laughs> can you help me and the author facetimes her like uh, i also, have a comment about that but go ahead super weird um and that book signing was at the library to be, bring it full circle to our conversation about how i used to rent indie movies we at the did library have a library conversation <laughs> and to those out there PSA, use your local library. Go. <laughs> it's free. Library. At some point, someone said, let's create a business that just gives people books for free. They can have them and bring them. Come back in like three weeks. And guess what? If you don't come back then, bring them back later. <laughs> they auto return when and you we'll, borrow them online. And we'll charge you like a nickel for it. So, you know, <laughs> um, it's all good anyway. Yeah. But he says, he asks her, did you believe it as much as mm-hmm. um, it believed mm-hmm. in you or something equivalent to that? And she says yes. Yeah. So to me, again, that is where we can – I don't think we can use that word naive. <laughs> so, okay, look at it this way. If it's some sort of other let, – let's say there's some other – let's say it was a, uh, a Baptist priest or someone that wanted to – I don't know if I'm going to explain this right. I'm going to try. Let's say it was someone who was interested in, in, in religion and they wanted a Baptist, right? And let's say they wanted to, I don't know, give the sermon or something. And it was their first time they did it. Would they be considered naive in doing that because they've never done it before? Is that the same kind of thing? Am I anywhere close? Am I making any sense at all? I mean, I guess I'm going to default to exorcism. It would be more equivalent. Wow, we're all mad today. Okay. I know. I, like, I, I feel like, like that would be the more equivalent thing because you're playing with something that's a bit bigger than mm. like just a sermon. Um, right. Not that sermons can't be powerful to some people, but, um, you know. That's what I came up with. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I get it. Uh, I 
I feel like, okay, I mean, I guess I feel like the first time you do something, you do go in with a bit of naivete, but Mm -hmm. I just don't think, like, you can't just completely exonerate her from guilt. No, 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 no. And that's, that's, no, I agree. But I think that's just, that's, that's the whole reputation with using magic. No one understands it. It's, you know, you don't know what you're doing. That's just kind of what it is, right? Yeah. Although, just also to be clear, I'm not saying we, like, should hold her to the same standard as an adult. She is a teenager. (laughs) She's 16. Yes. Yes. That's right. Her brain is not fully formed. Also, she's a movie character. (laughs) She's also not real. Um, Don't forget that part of it. So, but anyway. No, this is... (laughs) These are important life discussions we're having right now. Um, <laughs> sorry, very important things. So, yeah, they, they, she says, the mom says some awful stuff to her. And at that point, it's like, yeah, I'm going to, I'd put a spell on you too. Um, and she's clearly not happy, of course. And so she does the spell, right? She goes out into the woods behind the house, the fabulous house they live in, by the way, that I really want to live in. I'm assuming they shot that in Canada. We can talk about it later. So then, yeah, weird stuff like the noise has happened, like dirt shows up and stuff, I think. And a ton of dirt. Yeah. Then, then they start to, oh, then we see that form one night, right? That kind of shows up and she ends up like outside the next morning. That was. Pretty- yeah. The one that's like in the corner of like it yes. comes from the attic into the corner of the room and the yes. mom turns the light out, yeah. which I thought was interesting as a, a like and then the pie whack it comes down. But I thought it was interesting because it kind of juxtaposes or like I don't think it was intentional, but it comes out in the light later, so I don't yeah. think it was like afraid of the light. No, I but... don't think so. I don't. Well, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, good I don't know. I was kind of curious that. what you thought about that. But as you go through this, you'll probably get to the point that I was thinking of, and then maybe you'll be like, "Ah." Oh. Okay, I look forward <laughs> to this. Um, so then they kind of have this. They, they try to have this silly bonding moment because, oh, the 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 random car accident. She almost drives off the road into that into that car. That was wild. Um, that was weird. Then she said she wants to work at that store on the weekend, so he takes her to the shop with her, and they try to, like, have this bonding thing again, and then it's like, okay, maybe I don't want to kill you and put a curse on you, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, then she tells her friends, and they're all like, what are you, what is wrong with you? Like, why, why are you going to do this? And, you know, she's feeling terrible, probably, because she's got all these people that are out, you know, think they're probably out to, not out to get her, but... She, she doesn't know what's happening, right? She's, you know, super confused, and it's just very difficult being in this situation. Um, and the mother's trying to, you know, move on, right? I, I don't like the word move on from someone or something that died. I, I like to use different words, but whatever you want to use, right? So to, to, She's to trying to keep that. going with her own life in some going. capacity. There you go. That, without that sinking. That works, too, because it can really take you down. Um, and then, anyway, so... What um, I'll, I'll let you tell the third act, the exciting part that what finally happens near the end. Okay, so the card when you read the tagline, the yeah. card when they go to that store, that little like trinket yep. store, which is that's super cute the, by the way. Um, what was the tagline again? Because that's on yep. the card. Yep. That's where and that's why they put it in there exactly. Um, the tagline is, uh, oh, I have it here somewhere. Oh, I loved it so much that it was in the movie. It's be careful what you wish for. Someone might be listening. It's so creepy. And it's right around Halloween and all of these things. Like you see like a witch hanging. They like walk underneath and you just see her feet um, Mm -hmm. and all kinds of stuff like that. So 
So then um, the only person that isn't like, you are crazy for doing this to your mother and you're a horrible person mm-hmm. is Janice, the friend that's the female. Her friend Janice, the goth, the goth chick, right? Yeah. Who, you gotta like, have the goth chick. Yeah, I think she might have a tough life at home from Oh the- yeah, she's yeah, her 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 mother is probably like a like a junkie and her dad probably left her when she was like a year old or something like that. Oh yeah. Yeah, and they like kind of hint to it like they show like after all this happens, they show a little bit of it and it's like, "Oh, this is so sad." But um so she is like all right, let's go. I'm coming to your house after school, yep. and we are going to go in the woods. We are going to try to get this thing on camera. I am here for this. Let's do it. <laughs> so she ends up taking – they go up to the house. The The mom's like, I made up a bed for you on the sofa, which I thought was kind of weird because she had a big enough bed for both of them to sleep together, and we know. always slept together growing up, but whatever. Neither here nor there, or they would sleep on the floor, but – It's all good. You know got to be comfortable wherever you sleep um and so they go out to the woods to where it happened to where the ritual was performed and they hear some things and they get startled but they don't see anything am i remembering that right mm-hmm. and they have some issues with the flashlight on the phone and there there's like a lot of confusion and additional anxiety happening it kind of reminded me a little bit of blair witch project like it had like a little like oh, nod it's my favorite. I know. I know. <laughs> it's funny because I was like, Matt chose this movie for a reason. <laughs> I mean, look, look at any of these movies that I love. Cabin Fever. I mean, that's in the wood. Anything in the woods, please. Yes. But it has Bring a little bit of that like POV, like that first person point of view mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. happening too. Because it's, it's an indie film. So it has yes. like the camera work is a little bit less yep. like refined mm-hmm. um it's not vomit cam it's not no. cloverfield if you've no. heard me complain vomit about cam. cloverfield on here before uh, that was an interesting movie seriously vomit cam running with a camera is like anyway um so <laughs> but you know what all those movies all those movies who are they trying to be like yep yep so there you go exactly so. um so then, you know, they end up, they come back, they're like, all right, whatever, we're going to go to bed. Not a big deal. Like, we're not totally freaked out. So uh, Leah goes upstairs, goes to bed. The couch is on the first floor. They, She comes down in the morning. Her friend is gone. Janice is nowhere to be found. Can't find her anywhere. Mom comes out. Can't find her anywhere. They're looking around. They go outside. They're calling her name. She's like, half catatonic in the backseat of the car. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, she's uh, in my car. <laughs> what, what is going on? <laughs> and she's like, take me home! And um, Jacked up, like sitting there all crazy, like, don't touch me, don't touch me, get away from me, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> Something freaking bad happened. out. And Something bad happened. Yeah, definitely. And you got the sense that something bad was going to happen as, you know, it was like you felt the lead up to it. So it wasn't a huge surprise. But she had been presented as this like real badass who like nothing could shake. But that's the whole point. Of course, is she, of course she's not. Of course she's yep. not. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And she's, she, she's a scared, just scared as anybody else. Right. Yep. And she got really shaken, like way shaken. Didn't she end up like in an institution? Um, no, remember they kept sending text messages to her and the mom kept calling and she just like, they, she wouldn't respond. She wasn't talking to anybody. I don't think yeah. they said what happened to her though. Okay. I thought they like showed her at home or with her family or something. 
And then she was, like, being hospitalized or, like, medicated or something. I don't remember. I don't remember. I missed, missed it. Wow, okay. Um, I also watched this, like, super late last night. So, um, and then didn't sleep that great afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Could be making shit up. That's funny. <laughs> this could all be lies. <laughs> it's what you thought was, it's what you thought should have happened. Right? 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 I built yeah. it myself. Yeah. You manifested it. So I don't remember where it fits in this actual timeline here, but at some point, Leah goes outside because she hears something and she sees the, like, demon, witch, whatever, Piwocket figure in the light, like, come from behind, between the garage and the main house in the floodlights, come out around in, like, kind of a very... um weirdly bendy way scary abnormal um yeah Yeah. abnormal walking behavior um it reminded me of uh the family guy episode when they talk about Lindsay lohan doing the crab walk backward (laughs) i i i I stopped watching that show a long time ago oh this is early seasons this Uh, is like season one or two i don't remember that i I think i watched (laughs) season one or two all right well um anyway so they um she ends up you know then at this point leah is freaked out like really really freaked out Mm -hmm. so she emails the author we talked about rowan dove is the name which is like so pagan i mean like rowan (laughs) dove author of the occult and the beyond like are you serious come on dude I mean, it's perfect, but it's just, it's just funny. (laughs) It's really like on the nose. Um, so he ends up FaceTiming her, which I, no, would never happen. I'm sorry. Okay. First of all, so her, her subject of the email was like help, I guess, or whatever. Please help. Exclamation point. The fact that he would even respond within a timely manner, I find one not believable because if he's a big guy, author, whatever, he probably has publicity people. He probably didn't even read his own emails to begin with. I don't know. Um, two, he answered pretty quickly. And the reality is, if he's doing this for fun, he's probably writing his book just for fun anyway, and he's probably all BS anyway. And he can't help her. And he wouldn't have done this. Again, I'm probably going too deep. It's a movie. I realize this. But I'm not. Yeah. That that would not have happened that way. I'm sorry. I know. I ha- like, There's no way. So There's I no was way. like, okay, he has a publicist at the library, and he is signing books at the library. So, like, right. there, it's reasonable to think that when I say this, if you didn't actually watch it, he's not that big of an author. But he's got yeah. a line out the door at the yeah. library. Yeah. So even though the venue might be free and it's not, like, some upscale, like, mm-hmm. you know, Sex in the City kind of book signing thing, because that's the only other one I can think of off the top okay. of my head that happens in the movies. We'll go with it. Sorry for the reference, you all. Don't hate me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's not, it's not like some sort of like five-course meal book signing, mm-hmm. but he still has a massive line. Like that suggests that he's going to get some hate mail. He's probably going to get yep. like... Well, I mean, he's Especially got writing lot. about writing about stuff like that. I mean, shit. yeah, and that there's some element of truth to it is the mm-hmm. implication, obviously, because it works for her. 
And when she meets him, she says something about how she wishes he would write more about the actual rituals themselves in the book. So whatever the book actually says, you know, gives enough for her. But um, I thought that was super creepy and super weird. It gave me like a little bit of like inappropriate adult to child Mm. vibes. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm not trying to like. You know, I don't think that was like the intent, but that's no, just no, like the it vibes wasn't. that I get from that kind of thing. Like, it's weird to FaceTime a 16 year old you don't know as an author. That, that, that could lead to some serious legal problems. Yeah. I mean, like, if it had been a phone problem. call, I would have felt like a little bit more like yeah. or you, you, a response you, you, you to don't email. Know, you know, I, I know the parent situation with this situation is obviously odd, but. Yeah, you you have no idea what could happen to you. I mean, I know we're probably going way off on this, but um, like for real, that 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 could be that could be bad. Could With be bad. somebody that performed a ritual that seems to be working, uh huh, uh-huh. super that could weird. Be very bad news. But anyway, so again, he says to her, answer. I know. So he says to her, Pie Walket can take many forms. Don't trust your lying eyes. I like that. Um, so. Then he sa- he tells her she has to do the ritual in reverse, and that's the only way to get out of it because she is the stream that good and evil flows between. So even right. after, um, so once the sh- the once the end game is taken care of, like once her mom is killed, then they will come for her because she is the bridge between the worlds. Essentially, um, he called her a stream or something, but to me, bridge makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so. She's like, okay, well, I have to preserve my own life in addition to my mom. So I'm going to go do the ritual in reverse. And she starts to go out there to do it. And she doesn't notice her mom is laying behind her. Right. (laughs) As she starts the ritual. And um, what did you think in this moment? What did I think? I thought, did I think? She looks over, she sees her there. Then it's the tight shot of her, and she's clearly not alive, right? Oh, she slowly opens her eyes. Uh Uh-uh, that doesn't come for a few minutes, remember? Okay. She's just laying there first, and she looks about as dead as dead it can get. Yeah, she's all grayed out and everything. Oh, yeah, she's dead. And like, okay, that's not good. And, you know, then you start hearing her calling for her. Oh, from the house. And you're like, okay, so there's a lot going on here. What's, What's happening? Then she opens her eyes. So lots happening. You're not sure what's so at this point, you know, to his to his to his point, which was don't trust your eyes. Again, that's exactly what's happening now. This 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 force, this entity, this demon, whatever is really effing with her right now. Um, or or so it seems right. Or so it seems. Yes, um, that's kind of how I felt about it, too. That was my initial reaction, although I, if I was considering this as a real story at any point, I would have had the same reaction she did, which was run away. Call not, well, she called 911. Oh, she called 911, yeah. And says her mom is dead, help, help, help. And the thing that got me was, well, th- this had to happen for the story, but she's saying, you know, calm down, where are you? I don't know where I am. And you hear her mom calling, and the operator says, who is that calling? Is that her? And it's like, you would not hear that. How would you have heard that? So yeah, I mean, she had to be pretty really far. That's really interesting. That is interesting. I didn't even think about that. Um, I, I, I don't know, but that seems like, I, I feel like the person on the phone would not have heard that, but who knows, right? But, but it's part of the whole story, so. 
I guess was it on speaker? I don't even know. No, I think she had it up like up to her ear. I think. Hmm. That's yeah. a good point because then you really wouldn't. If it was speaker, you could make a case. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. even still, I mean, it's it's far enough into the woods that her mom didn't see any well, we of this stuff going on. We, we really don't know how far into the woods. It, I mean, it really does, doesn't doesn't show her path. It doesn't show. It's not like Pet Cemetery where we have this walk and we go through these places. Like I don't know. How, this could be literally a hundred feet from the house. It could be half a mile from the house. But we don't have a direct eye line to the house. That's right. And and that's on purpose. Again, we don't know where we are, what city, whatever we're in. It's just, this is where they live, right? It's just, it it is what it is. But that's when things, yeah, they get weird because then she goes back, she panics, she goes back to the house. She's calling her boyfriend or whatever. You got to come get me. You got to get me. You got to come get me. She goes back to the house and her mom is there again outside and she's like talking to her. And okay, like, what's what's going to happen now? Because I've seen a lot of strange things in the last five minutes. <laughs> I'm, not sure, I'm not sure what's going on anymore at this point, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then they go inside, and the boyfriend is texting saying, I'm outside, and he's not yes. there. No, he's not. No, he's and not. so she goes out looking, not there, not there, not there. And then at some point, they just go to bed? Um, yeah, I think so. Uh, oh, um, I'd never sleep again. No, personally. no, this is when she finds, um, is this before the knife when she finds her in the attic? Oh my gosh. I don't know. No, remember they end up, um, hiding out in the, cause she's, she's flipping out because she keeps seeing her like everywhere. And next thing you know, you're, you're trying to figure out what's happening. Is the mother dead? Is she not? What's what's going on? What am I seeing is real? What is not real? And then they open the. She's up. Um, Leah's up in the attic with her knife. With her dad. With well, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it is a dagger. Kind of, yeah. Well, it's a dagger because it's a it's 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 some sort of Wiccan tool, and they have names, and I want to get it right. And I think they call it a dagger. I want to be sure about that. But she's using it for. She doesn't know what she's doing. But anyway. And the mom comes up and she's like, stop, put it away, put it away. And you're sitting there and you're thinking, I, I, I thought she was going to stab her. And she, she, she did it. But then no, it cuts to the next scene and they're just sitting there on the couch. And she's like, what is going on with you? You know, who are you on the phone with? Whatever. Why do you have this knife? What's, what's going on? And, you know, she's now you think you're back in reality. Okay. Yeah. Like did all this crazy stuff happen, but you, you have no idea. Cause yeah, they, he did a very good job of really mixing this up, and you, you still don't know what the heck is going on. Yeah. And then, yeah. then, then, the, then the best part, of course, comes. You want to tell him about that, uh, the ending there? Uh, so she goes outside to see if the boyfriend is there. Is Not it? there. She sees a gas can. She gets the gas can. She dumps it on her mom, who wakes well, before up. That, before that, though, did you know what she was going to do with it? What Did you think you knew what she was going to do with the bucket of, of gasoline? Yeah, I did. Okay, good. Oh, awesome. wait. She siphons it out of the car. She, she siphons cuts it out. The hose. She fills a whole bucket full of gas. And yeah. I thought, oh, I thought, she's going to dump it on her mom and light her on fire. Um, yep. And then she just comes in her bedroom, wakes her up, and the mom's like, what's happening? Why, what is this smell? And she just throws the whole freaking bucket <laughs> and just lights her up. Boom. Yeah. I, you know what, what reminded me of? Natural born killers. Remember when she, Juliette Lewis finally kills her parents? Oh my God. Yes. Yes. 
by the way, that is one of my top five movies, I think, of all time. I was telling a friend the other day about a list. I, I, I think it's top five. Really? It, yes. It, it is fantastic. I uh, think we're going to have to get you to put the list on the website. They're not all scary movies. I think actually most of them are not. But um, oh. anyway, neither here. But that, that reminded me of that scene, right? When they tie yeah. the mom to the bed and they come and they and she just, you never did nothing. And she just douses her. And they go to the, the son, the, the, uh, the brother who, you know, wears the kiss makeup on, tells him you're free. Get out of here. But that's what it reminded me of. And she just burns her to death. And she just stands there like. And watches her, it. Just, yeah, no real remorse. Like, oh, the house is on fire now. I should probably do something about this. And yeah. <laughs> and then the boyfriend pulls up as the mom has been turned into ash. The house is slowly burning. Yes. Um. And then, and then she gets arrested. Sure does. And she, it's weird because there are not burns on her face, but I think that that is the intent the makeup was going remember, for. Remember, she's cut, she's all cut up too. She's all yeah. Remember, remember, remember she jumped out the window. Remember she broke that window to get out of the bedroom. Oh remember, yeah. Because the mom was pounding in or, or the shape of, or, or the pie whack it was. And you saw her like in that hag form or that demon. That was pretty scary. And so she's all beat up. I mean, those things are real. So, yeah, and then it basically wraps with her sitting there get, basically getting interrogated and then playing back the 911 call, and you're just sitting at the end going, huh, so that just happened. Yeah, <laughs> and she's not getting out of that. No, she's not. No, no, it's it's things things are not going to go well for her for the rest of her, her life. No, that's tried as, tried as an adult, locked up forever. Yeah. Potentially, insanity could work here, but it's really not a better situation, I've, I've heard. So how much is based on, how, how much of any, is this anything, the actual pie whacket, a demon, a curse? And how much is her just having unimaginable mental problems and killing her mother? Yeah, that's, that's... That, that, that's that's what you're left with. You have to kind of decide that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And how much of it is because of grief? How much of it is because her life went down the toilet, basically, for her and she just lost it? You know, look, I, I don't want to use words like crazy and things like that because it's not fair because what happened to this woman, this character, this is a movie, but this happens to people. Yeah. This is, this is not made up. People... People lose their minds and, and they have breakdowns and they and they are never the same again. And they do awful things like this because of grief or because of, I don't know, something happens to them. Right. So, you know, the, the story has the whole occult and scary part of it. But how much of that is even in this? Right. Is that just part of the story? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there are some things. Like she never the so when the when the reference you made to her jumping out the window, the pie whacket like shatters a kitchen chair that she jams under yeah. the door. That's right. And it's impersonating her mom in that moment, um, right. and saying, "Just let me in, honey. Just let me in, Leah. Just let it's me like in." It's like the Terminator. Well, <laughs> oh, it's so it, that it actually just gave me goosebumps again. Um, <laughs> but she doesn't the. Then the kitchen chair is never, like, referenced again. When we mm. see the wide pan of the house, I kind of wish I had looked to see if the window was actually mm. broken. I mm -hmm. didn't. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm guessing you probably didn't either, but that's no, an interesting no, I question. No, I, I didn't think about um, 
if any of that actually happened or if that was all just happening in her mind. The only right. the How only much of this is real at all. Yeah. The only piece that you can't get past is is Janice because she had that, you know, really intense experience. She may have been the only person that saw what was real at all. Yeah. Because we don't know her window. We're watching it, the viewer as a story we're told. You know, we don't know what she saw. And she yeah, may have and seen she may have seen Leah wake in her sleep and do some crazy, crazy like an animal sacrifice or uh, who the hell knows? I don't even you, you 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 can't even imagine what it was, right? You can't. Yeah. Because I mean it could have even just been Leah clearly like ha you know, having a dissociative moment. Yes. Like yes. There are a lot of Things that can happen like that. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So she could have actually just seen her friend in a very scary state. Yes, that's that's very true. So her friend that she really yeah. relied on for like her emotional support system. So I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, but I I liked it. It was it was good. It was definitely worth like I said, it wasn't on a you know a list that I was waited and waited and waited for. I'm glad I saw it. I enjoyed it. I, I love how it looks. I, I, I love that it's low budget and independent because you can really do what you want, right? A studio movie, his goal is to make money at the box office and they're going to tell you what to do, okay? Mm -hmm. um, independent film is your film. It's yours. You do whatever the heck you want with it, right? If people like it, they're great. If they don't, burn in hell. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. care, right? You know? And, you know, it looks like people that watch enough of this stuff know what I like. And it looks like something I like, and it looks like something I would shoot. It's dark. It's in the woods. It's scary. It's spooky. It's the sun's never out. It's always very gloomy. It's very grim. Um, the framing looks nice. The cameras look good. The colors look good. It's simple. It's simple, but it's not simple. Even shooting that probably took a long time. You oh know, yeah, it probably took a long time to shoot that stuff. I don't know the cameras. I I, I always want to know where things were. I'm sure it's in Toronto somewhere because they shoot so much stuff in Toronto. It's a Canadian feature. I'd love to know the cams they use. I'd love to know what, if any lights they used. But it's definitely my kind of movie and stuff the way the way it looks. You know, um, the edit's good. It's tight. It looks it looks sharp. The music works. Um, and I give it a uh, you know I give it a, a thumbs up for each department. I think they did a very good job with it. Um, yeah, I that, agree. That, that, that's that's my take, right? You know. Um, I went into it, again, with not much expectation. I didn't know a lot about it either, but I just thought it was interesting. Um, and yeah, I, I came out happy with it. I liked it. Yeah, I I felt like they did a really good job artistically, and mm -hmm. I actually thought the acting was good. Especially she was great. The daughter was, Leah was fabulous. She was, was and excellent. They, they wrote it well with yes, the, you know, good. I. they didn't, like flesh everything out they could have in this character development arc that they were doing. But like you obviously, like if you're listening to me, it, it triggered moments from my childhood and mm -hmm. my growing up, um, which tells you something like there was a connection that I felt in some way. So the character development was definitely there. Um, even though I think there were spots where it could have been a little bit better, like they could have fleshed out the whole boyfriend thing a little bit better and, um, a little bit more, and I think they probably, but I, I don't think they, like, needed to. These would have been, like, nice-to-haves. It was, it's, it's all about trauma, right? It's all about trauma and what happens, and I like the fact that, you know, you know, look, The Shining is one of the great films of all time, right? And 
Jack Nicholson's character clearly goes crazy, which I think is one of the problems Stephen King might have had with it. It's like one day he's normal, like he's crazy all of a sudden, right? But she never, you never see her. Her her demeanor doesn't really change. No. She doesn't act like a crazy person. Again, I'm I'm sorry. I, 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 I don't mean that, you know. You mean she, it, there's no evidence of a switch being flipped. Right. That, like there, one day she's she's the person she's always been and then the next day she's somebody different. She's not looking disheveled. She's not like, you know, you know, looking just, yeah, she, she, there doesn't seem to be any, she seems to keep the demeanor throughout the whole film. Yeah. Um, so I find that interesting, right? That's, yeah, that's I agree. That's I thought was really interesting. But yeah, no, it's, 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 again, yeah, more character stuff could have been better. Um, we just needed those small amounts of characters. Um, would I have liked to know what happened to the dad? Maybe, I guess. I, would, I don't think that matters, but whatever. I don't think it matters. And no, I think they matter. did like a good job of kind of showing the pictures of him and his yeah. relationship with Leah, too. Um, oh, the nice, the mom tells a story about, you know, how he had to drive 15 hours or whatever to be there in oh, time yeah. for her to be born. And so you know that they, 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 they cared about each other. It wasn't just some, you know, dad that was in the picture for a couple of years and then rolled out or something. Like he, he meant something. Yeah. Yeah, like he cared, he really worked hard. It also, I forget what the story was exactly, but it implicated, it it indicated to me that there was a, like, that they didn't just have a bunch of money. Like, she wasn't working in this second job because Mm -hmm. it wasn't needed, although she never explicitly said that. I think the house that they moved into from their apartment was kind of a reach, Um, and you could tell, and so... You know, I think that she didn't want Leah to drive, and I think that was because Leah couldn't afford a car, and she couldn't afford She told her that. She was like, you can afford it. Yeah, you can do it. Like, okay. Yeah, and she was like, well, I can't afford a car if I can't drive anywhere. Right. And, you know, in a lot of cases, you would have assumed that that was because the mom was overprotective and didn't want her driving, especially knowing that there was, like, the almost car accident. But um, it actually seemed more like it was a monetary issue where she couldn't afford to take time away to take her to and from driver's ed. And like, there were a lot of things, there were a lot of unspoken things that were conveyed very clearly, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, Especially for an independent movie. Like there are a lot of times when either it seemed like you miss it entirely or it's like overly discussed. Um, and I don't think that was like the case here at all. Mm. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, see, that's good stuff that that made you think. Um, you know, it wasn't just overtly, you know, horror on the screen and monsters, and you know, we we love those things, but yeah, um, yeah. How did no, you really How did you feel about the amount that the monster was shown? You know me, I'm I, I'm a fan of show as little as possible, really, and 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 wait as long as you can until you show it, also. Yeah, you know, I, I've talked about it before. Jaws, we don't see that shark till much, much later in the movie. Uh, Alien, you don't see that nasty thing until later in the film. Blair Witch, never see which. You you never see you never see that. Um, yeah, show let it. It's like a book when you read a book. You you have the character. They might describe the character, but you 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 cook them up in your head. And then when you see them in the movie or the TV show, you're like, that's not who they are, right? So it's fun to do that to think of them, you know, on your own. What you can imagine in your head is 10 times scarier than what you see on uh, image, right? So Yeah, although yeah. Alien was actually pretty scary. <laughs> yeah, the alien's pretty scary, and sharks are, are very scary. So I'm um, cool with sharks. I'm a diver. Nope. nope. 
nope. You know, I, you nope. know, I, nope. in diving with sharks. I'm just going to keep saying nope. I'm just going to keep saying nope. Nope. I'm nope. headed to Belize in a couple days. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. anyway. Um, yeah, large large bodies of water. Nope. It's just not happening. Really? I, maybe <laughs> no. it's because I grew up on the bay. I used to be actually very afraid of water. Yeah. Um, I, and one of the reasons was growing up on the bay, the eels would swim between your legs in some See, of, that's, you know, we can just stop right there. That's it. Yeah. That's, yeah, you're done. <laughs> We're done. Yep. Um, I but, got over it. <laughs> yeah, I clearly. Um, yeah, so anyway, pie whack it. Back to the woods where things, things are scary in the woods. Jaws ruined the ocean. Blair Witch ruined the woods. Um, not for me. I still like the woods a lot. So anyway, yes, I like this movie. It was good. I'm glad I watched it. I'm glad we enjoyed it. Um, I know we say we like everything on this show, but not 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 everything. We don't like everything. We, we yeah. always remember. We'll always have Tara's favorite. You know how her children her of the deep, corn, deep hatred of children of the corn. <laughs> yes, oh, I love it. Anywho, oh god. If, if anyone, so as earlier uh, to wrap up, I'll just say if anyone knows of any cool rituals that I can go to, like voodoo, please let me know. And if anyone knows where that house is in that movie, let me know because I want to buy it. <laughs> I want to buy that house. That uh, it is a pretty rad house. Yes, I do have yes. one trivia piece I came Rare, with. Trivia. If you want I, it. I, I won't know it, but go ahead. It was actually very hard to find trivia for this movie. Okay. Um, so for most of the film, Leah is wearing earrings. I actually noticed this when I was watching it, um, which is how I found the only trivia thing I could find. Mm. So they're ink crosses, um, mm. which is an Egyptian symbol for life. And mm. in this fact, they were saying that it was foreshadowing that the girl survives in the end. But um, okay. I actually disagree. I think that it was a juxtaposition of that this was a downward spiral. Yeah, yeah. That was an, yeah. like an end of life situation. I would agree situation. with that. Okay, interesting. I don't think I even know. I did One thing I did notice, and I couldn't read it, the, the patch on the jacket. Did you? What did that say? Did you catch? Oh, that? they're on the book bags too. I noticed yes. them. Yes, you know what that was? It was so honestly. I was watching and I was like, I might need to get my eyes checked again. <laughs> I I don't think it was. You know what? I don't think it was supposed to be seen. It was supposed to be quick, right? It was just like, you know what it is? Maybe one of those. I was thinking maybe it's one of those things where it's like, maybe it's like one of the dudes, like the director of his band or something, and he's just trying to like pimp it out and just throw something in there real quick, right, maybe? I don't know. But uh, I don't think, it, obviously it meant nothing to the story, right? So anyway. I, I mean, it looked ominous. It was supposed to be, I think, maybe more of like the heavy metal kind of deal, like too, like the, you know. So who, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? But anyway. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I thought it was good. Check it out. Um, watch it on Amazon, I guess, right? Yeah, just go in with like yeah. I well, I rented it on Amazon Prime. It was four dollars. Um, it's also on AMC Plus and so a I couple just, other yeah. places. So I watched just it through my, through my on demand and just watched it through there. So yeah, it's good. Um, so I I would say go in with the appropriate expectations. Um, when you watch this, like don't go in with like this is going to be the like a super high budget movie. Like remember yeah. that the camera work is going to be a little bit like not. I, it's, I thought it was great. I still thought it was very good, but I did read the reviews of people complaining. I was like, did you ever see, like... Some people, unless the camera is just on a tripod, they cannot watch it. I, Whatever, man. Forget it. Yeah. I mean... That, that's boring. I don't. I, I want to see cameras do things. Like, 
I want to like I want visual interest. Yes. But I don't Zooms want vomit are, cam. No vomit cam. Yeah. Visual interest, <laughs> no vomit cam. Be very clear here. Yeah, I agree. No vomit cam. All right. Well, this was good. Thank you for joining us. Um, any last thoughts? And of course, always tell people where they can find you and, you know, things like that, right? Yeah, I mean, probably the best place to find me if you like trivia and jokes and laughter. Um, no one likes those things. What are you <laughs> <laughs> jokes and laughter. I know, right? <laughs> Uh, you can find me at my podcast, Laughing with Gingers, um, where my co-host and I play games and trivia. Um, we're actually, we just did um, Southern slang and Midwestern slang. And we have uh, Scotty Landis is coming on next week, who was you know, one of the writers for Work of Ho- Workaholics. I love doing accents. If I had known this, man, I would have, well, I would have invited, <laughs> obviously. But um, slang and you are always welcome. Slang and accents are something I enjoy. But uh, anyway, I'm I'm gonna gonna have to listen to this. This is gonna be good. (laughs) Did you do when you did Midwest? Did you do Minnesota nice? Uh, No. So we we I don't want to spoil too much, but we did like Ope. Um, and I I quizzed Christina on whether she knew what some of these things meant. Okay. Um, but do you know what ope is no, when I you don't. say like ope? Ope. Uh-uh. So it's like a very mild, um, my bad, like my mistakes. It's you usually uh-huh. follow it with um, let me just scooch by here, or if you drop something. Here, here. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I'm better at the accents. I don't necessarily know so much of like the you know origins of things. Maybe. <laughs> I That's can't good. do accents, so you oh, know. Yeah. My mom's from Ohio, so we we and Christina grew up in Wisconsin and Texas, so we did we've done Southern United States and now the Midwest. Um, Of course, (laughs) Maryland doesn't have anything that's like that. Unless you're in Baltimore, hon. Come on now, right? That's true. Baltimore, hon. I I do. I forget that Baltimore has its own. Baltimore, um, Baltimore, hon. Yeah. Yeah, I went to high school in Blair. Just Belair. go to a game of Camden Yards and you'll see everything you need to see. Um, <laughs> yeah, it does. The regional dialects, they're really funny. Interesting. So, yes, please watch this episode. This is going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. Yay! Good. <laughs> um, and you you know where to find my idiocy, obviously. Everyone knows where to find me on, um, you know, Instagram and Facebook and scarymovieproject.com and email us at thescarymovieproject.com. Please tell us your thoughts. If you watch this movie, tell us what you think. Tell me what you want to review. Random things, where the house in the movie is, where I can I buy it, things like that. You know, any comments like that. We're here for that. Um, we're here to entertain all of you. So um, thank you, Sarah, again, for being on. And um, remember, folks, if you're good at something, never do it for free. The Scary Movie Project Podcast. Learn more at thescarymovieproject.com. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? 
Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.